Hi, this is The Me Journeys, and I'm Paige Tripp. I'm a mom of four girls who knows parenting isn't easy, especially when trying to heal and grow ourselves. Here, I share the real ups and downs I have faced on my own mindful empowerment journey and how I navigate healing through parenting. Join me on this journey and let's get mindfully empowered together. Remember when you were first pregnant or your wife was pregnant and you were so excited, you had all of these dreams and wishes and hopes and you spent every single day thinking about how your child was going to be, all the amazing things that were going to happen, right? Remember those days? <laughs> yeah, I do too. Um, anyways, and then you created these beautiful humans and they're walking around outside of you and you look at them and you think, damn, I love you so much, but I also would like to murder you today. <laughs> Why? Why are you not how I thought you were going to be? Like a little doll that never did anything besides cuteness, fun, and excitement. <sighs> well, they all told you how wonderful parenting was, that it's the thing to do after you get married or whatever, when you want to have your kids. And you did it. You did it. You followed the dream and you're doing it. Now, what really grinds my gears is that nobody actually discussed until you're, at, until you're pregnant the shit show that parenting actually is. <laughs> Let me be, for those of you who are not parents, it is awesome still. Okay, so don't get, don't take this the wrong way. If you are not a parent and you're listening to this, I just want you to know one thing and one thing only. Deal with your shit, know yourself, and understand your, your love language and just understand yourself before you bring a human into this world. And that is all the advice I want to give to you right now is if you're not a parent, know yourself, love yourself, get to spend time with just you. Don't worry about your significant other. No offense to them, but if you don't know you, your relationship's going to go to shit. Your parenting is not going to be great. You're going to feel like a failure all the time because relationships and children are the mirrors of our shit show. Okay, so deal with your shit and the rest is going to be great. Okay, um, I'm dealing with my shit now after 10 years of parenting. Ha! It's a shit show also <laughs> and in a good way. Um, parenting saved my life. If it wasn't for my children, I don't think I would be doing this. I don't think that I would be fighting depression. I don't think that I would continue. Um, they are the little light beams that just keep pushing me. Like I'm not going to let these little beautiful ladies down. I'm not going to do it. And so parenting was a shock to my system. It really rocked my world. And so I'm here, you know, I just wanted to talk about that, that, you know, we start out as parents with this really big hope 
our why, like I'm going to be, you know, we think of all the ways our parents let us down because newsflash, every parent will let their child down in some way, shape or form because we are humans. It's inevitable. So let's unsubscribe to perfect parents because that's not realistic. Um, And then second, we all had these ideas of what we were going to be. And then we had our children. They were not what we envisioned because we can't create humans to form and fit into our expectations. And it threw us off path. And now we walk through parenthood constantly thinking we're failing, feeling miserable, and or seeking, spending all of our time seeking solutions to the problems. And we're not actually here. (laughs) Our mind is all the things that happened in our past, all the things that are happening now, and then all the things that we need to do, how our children are going to be, like all of these things. And our mind is never actually just stopped and never just here because as parents, that's kind of hard. We have to anticipate. We have to do all these things. We have little humans constantly expecting us to make their expectations of like making sure that they have dinner made and making sure that they're changed and cleaned and bathed and signed up for school and getting their doctor, you know, like it is never ending. And nobody, like we, we discuss, like nobody, you know, looking back at my life, I was laughing because I'm like, somebody did say something to me once, but it wasn't until I was actually pregnant, almost due, that they were like, oh, this is going to be rough. And they actually gave me a book and I forgot the name of it. I'm going to have to look it up and I'll put it on Instagram or something. And I opened it and I started to read it and I threw it. And I remember just crying my eyes out because I was like, why would someone give me this book and tell me it's going to be terrible and that my body's going to fall apart and all of these horrible things? Why would someone do that? And looking back at it, I'm actually, I wish I would have read it because I probably would have shown up totally different and I probably would have had set the bar a little bit lower than I actually did. And it's really funny to me that our society does not tell us to heal our inner child or reparent our inner child until it's like, in a sense, it feels like it's like, well, it's fucking too late. Like, I got other kids to parent. I don't got time to parent myself. Like what? (laughs) And so it can be done. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, you know, looking back at all the things that are triggering me in my parenting. Like, why am I lashing out over something so stupid? Why am I trying to control these things? Why, you know, that's mindful parenting. Mindful parenting is being mindful of what's happening with inside of you not just about what's happening with your kids. It's actually more about you. And I know that sounds really counterintuitive because you have these little humans who are coming in to the room and like losing their shit. And you're like, what the fudge do you need? Like right now, like, why are you just screaming at me? And in that moment, it's actually about you because how you show up is determining the outcome of that moment. You can show up as a like irritated parent because you're just like, I just need it to be quiet for five minutes. You lash out or you can self-regulate 
put on earplugs if you know that certain times of the day are too loud and you just take a freaking deep breath and you're like, okay, just come down. You offer a hug. Don't say a damn thing until they're calm because you're not going to be calm. And you just fucking sit with them. Sorry, I say fuck a lot. I'm going to stop doing that because my toddler has been repeating it and it's (laughs) a mommy and daddy fail. Um, I got to stop saying it. Sorry if your children are listening. (laughs) Um, But what I have come to find, especially in the past month, has been the more I just hold space. I don't even have to problem solve. I don't have to say a darn thing. I just hold them or I sit near them. They calm down. Like I calm, I spend that time just breathing for myself. And so um, one of my daughters has sensory processing, as I've stated in other episodes. She is um, three and she um, has speech delays, developmental delays, and um, sensory processing. And she really loses it. And sometimes she doesn't want to be touched, but she wants to be near me. So she'll come at me and she'll follow me. She'll pull on my shirt. And, you know, at first I'm like, what? You don't want me to touch you, so stop touching me. I'm like losing it. And then I'm like, okay, what? She needs me there, but I don't know how to do it. So I've been playing around with lots of techniques. And what I have found is that when she lays down on the ground to throw her fit, I'll just kneel down next to her, making sure that like other kids around her are safe and not getting hit or kicked. Cause she does do that. And I just put my hands palm up. So it's like, you're like not a cup, but like you have your hands palm up and you extend them slowly out towards her. So it's like, it's still on you, but it's, it's an invitation. It's an invitation for her to physically connect, to feel my energy calm her. It's letting her know, I'm not going to stop her. I'm not going to control her. I'm not rushing her. But when she's ready, I'm there. So I close my eyes. I, like, I squint so I can still see her, but it looks like I'm closing my eyes. And I keep my hand out and I just take deep breaths. I put one hand on my heart and I show her. I'm like a little bit dramatic. I'm like <gasps> in through the nose and then out through the mouth. <sighs> and I do that so she can hear me. And she can see if she can't hear me because she's screaming. She can physically see me breathing in and breathing out. And she's understanding in that moment that she's not going to be triggered anymore. Like the situation stopped or paused or just breathing. And I reach my hand out and she places it in, in my palm. And she, every time I do not force it, I just lay it there. She always just puts her hand there. And she slowly calms and then she climbs into my lap and we hug and I keep my hand on her chest so then I can feel her heart. And I do that not just to connect to her heart and send her my love um, because I believe in energy, but I do it so I can feel her heartbeat slow. And the moment I feel it slow down where it's steady pace, where it's not racing, it's nice and steady. That's when I'll prompt some conversation. So I'll ask her or I'll, I'll first identify her feelings wow, you were so angry because mommy turned off the TV. I'm so sorry I made you mad. That must have been really hard or whatever, however you want to say it. And I give her the emotion like you were angry. You're feeling sad. You know, I mentioned those things. So she starts to learn because she's only three what she's actually feeling. And my other toddler, who is very verbal, very like she understands a lot, the other day I was like, wow, 
you're so angry. She goes, no, I'm not. I sad. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the emotional intelligence of this child is beyond, beyond anything I was available for at that age. And maybe even 10 years ago, but she's just, you know, they're starting to learn. And the sooner you learn to just hold that space and know that like, who cares? Who cares what else is happening? Like, unless obviously your house is on fire, you pick up the kid and do what you need to do. But you get what I'm saying. It's, it's just, we became parents because we had a vision because we had an idea of what we wanted and we're rushing. We're rushing through these moments. And those are the moments that are going to create peace in their heart and know that they're always supported by you instead of feeling ashamed or hiding those feelings because they don't feel that they have a safe space to share them and get, letting them be in, in your home, letting them be as dramatic as they need to be because they're safe. They know that they have you hold that space. Um, but I got off tangent here, but again, like people don't talk about these moments. People don't share these moments as much as we should with people because when we stop to really look at the majority of the population of parents and children, these things are happening every day, every single day, because children do not have the skills to emotional regulate. However, the reason they do not have the emotional skills to regulate is because adults were not taught this when they were young. And depending on when you are born and when you are an adult, that is going to greatly differ. You know, I look at my parents and they did the best, they, you know, they did better than their parents and I'm doing a little better than them and my kids will do, you know, and it's, this is a process, but we're changing generational cycles. And when you choose to do that, it sometimes is not an easy journey depending upon what parenting things you're trying to change. My parents worked really hard to, you know, give us a good life and make sure that we had everything we needed. You know, we struggled and they made sure that we had family time together. I don't remember my parents ever doing anything outside the house without us. And, you know, they might not be as emotionally aware or intelligent or, you know, mindful as I think my sister and brother and I are. Um, maybe not my brother. I love you, John, but, (laughs) uh, he's getting there. We're all getting there. We're all trying, you know, but I think, I think what I'm realizing through my journey of parenting is this process of just realizing what I need as a parent and that my children are being normal children. You know, that was something that was hard for me because I, I always looked at these big emotional outbursts in myself when I was younger. And I was like, I was a bad kid. God, what was wrong with me? And I'm realizing that I was just a normal kid who had ADHD and did not know it and had some, you know, highly sensitive needs, which my parents did not have the skills to understand or navigate. And for that, I beat myself up. They, you know, and that's, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's normal. And so learning our own emotional intelligence and our own emotional regulation and handling ourselves before we even tackle issues with our children is key. 
that does not mean ignore your children's needs and wants and, and discipline or whatever else you want to call it. It means before you deal and solve problems, handle your regulation. And you do that by one, creating morning routines for yourself that are going to set you up for success. You set an intention and you use mindfulness tools through your day to maintain your regulation. Don't wait until you're having a blow up to regulate because you're not going to be able to. The amygdala literally blocks your prefrontal cortex, which is where you store all of this knowledge, where your logical thinking lives, and it does it to keep you safe. Your amygdala is your security guard. It's a fight or flight mode. The only way out is breath. And so as you are journeying into this mindful world, my key to you is daily consistent regulation. Set up your day so that all throughout the day you're doing check-ins all throughout the day, which is not like sit down and write a journal. And No, the mindfulness tools I use take no more. Some like My morning routine is maybe 30 minutes on good days. On my bad days, it's mindful coffee. I take pour my coffee and as I pour it, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to drink you because you're going to make me feel so good. You're going to make me feel so grateful for this day. And I think of great things as I'm rushing through my day, you know, and it's just like, it's just being mindful of yourself. It's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be right. But if you can keep yourself calm, you actually help to keep your children calm and regulated as you move through your day. And so I'm here to just pull you back. So if you're driving, don't close your eyes. If you're not, Take a deep breath in, close your eyes. And we're going to take a few deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. We're going to come back home, home to our why. We're going to pull ourselves back into that moment right before we had our children. The whole nine, 10 months, however long you want to say it was. Continuing to breathe and take yourself back to that moment when you found out you are going to be a parent. Take a deep breath. Feel it in your body. Think of the emotions that you felt in that moment. Think of all the expectations and the wishes and the hopes and the desires you had, all the things you were looking forward to. Keep breathing in and out, in through the nose, out through the mouth, and then slowly regulate just through the nose and out the, out the nose or whatever feels good for you. Listen to your body. Taking another deep breath in, letting it out, remembering why you became a parent. What did you want to be for them? How did you want to make them feel? Who did you want to show up as? Keep reminding yourself. Remind yourself of this. Every day, every morning, take a deep breath before you even get out of bed and place a hand on your heart and you set that intention. Today, I'm going to show up as the parent who makes my children feel loved, supported, seen, whatever it is for you, however you want it to be for those kids that you create it. Because you know what you want it to be. You, you had it in your mind. Take another breath in. 
forgive yourself. Right now, we ask that each and every one who's listening to this forgives themselves. That they allow themselves to, to just be, be the parent that they are, accept the parent they were, and they move forward into the parent they always want it to be. Reminding themselves that it is safe to make mistakes. Mistakes are actually the key to teaching their children, to helping their children grow, to become people they want their children to be, showing them that failure is a part of life and we can manage them and we can move through them with grace and ease. Take a deep breath in. And you can state this out loud or to yourself in your mind. I choose to forgive myself now. I choose to forgive myself now. I choose to forgive myself now. Take a deep breath. You can also repeat this. Although I failed... I choose to love and accept myself just as I am. Although I failed, I choose to love and accept myself just as I am. Although I failed, I choose to love and accept myself just as I am. Take a deep breath. Letting go of any tension. And now I want you to think of and allow all of the ways that you think you failed to come into your mind. Try not to bring too much emotion to them. Just think about them. Try to detach from them. And if you can't, it's okay. Just breathe in and say, hey, I see you. I see you anger or I see you fear or I see you sadness or guilt or shame. Take a deep breath in. And now I want you to imagine them as like little balloons up ahead in front of you. They're floating up in the sky, bouncing around, and each of them is tied to your heart. And I want you to, you can in your head do this, or you can actually with your fingers make the peace sign like a pair of scissors. Take a deep breath in, and I want you to set the intention that as you snip and think of each thing that you think you failed with, you're cutting the cord to your heart. You're releasing the guilt You're allowing it to leave your body now. It is in the past. And you have forgiven yourself and it is safe for you just to be. So what I do, and sometimes it's hard for me to envision, so I can see the balloons in my mind's eye or I can think of what a balloon looks like. And I, with my hands, I always pretend I'm cutting. And I just think of each thought. And as I do, I think of it. And at the end of the thought, I snip it. I snip it. We snip each one, letting it go. And as we do, our heart and our posture increases. We sit up straight. Our heart is protruding out. We open up to more experiences. We open up to being proud of ourselves for not giving up. We open up to being the best version of ourselves. And we free ourselves now of any past mistakes. Take another deep breath in. 
and have you say out the mouth. Place your hands over your heart. I want you to just rub, rub your chest a little bit. You know, give yourself a little, you know, wake up. Hey, heart, it's all right. Don't be have to, don't have to feel so heavy. You're okay. We got this. We're doing a great job. Take another deep breath in. And I want you to place your right hand on under your armpit near your heart and squeeze it and take your left arm, wrap it around your shoulder and give yourself a squeeze. It emulates a hug. And I want you to imagine your inner child who's feeling guilty right now or shameful. I want you to give it a squeeze, big squeeze. You can rock side to side if it feels good. Letting yourself drop the shoulders, taking breaths in. You are safe. You are safe to make mistakes. You are safe to be you. You are safe to grow. You are loved and I am proud of you. Squeeze really tight. Take a deep breath in and let it go. You're doing a phenomenal job and I am so proud of you for showing up in parenting, not giving up, and reminding yourself that you're not going to fail and continuing this journey. I'm Paige Tripp, and if you're interested in support on this journey to mindful empowerment and you're ready to make upgrades in your parenting, in your life, in your visions, whatever it is that you need support on, and you're ready to get a toolbox so that you can have all the tools you need to pick and choose as your days change as they will, I'm here for you. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at M period E period underscore journeys. And again, my name is Paige Tripp. And I look forward to supporting you. You click the link in my bio and you can apply. Applying does not mean that you have to pay me. It just means that we get to chat for a few minutes and see if we're a good fit see how I can support you. And we talk about the packages and we take it from there. So I'm sending you all my love. I'm so proud of you. Keep up the great work. You're phenomenal parents. Love you.